Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. I'm Chris Hatfield, I'm a sales coach and speaker. I work with entrepreneurs, business owners and coaches in making them feel more comfortable and confident in how they position themselves and sell in their own natural way to their customers. I also work with a variety of individuals in the world of sales, from those just starting out their career to those working from an exec or director level. This episode of Not Another Sales Podcast is brought to you by Mindful Talent, a global coaching organization that trains aspiring coaches and innovative leaders. Their programs, The Trusted Coach and The Trusted Leader, are founded on the principles of mindfulness and developed in alignment with contemporary neuroscience, offering a globally recognized coaching qualification that is accredited by the Association for Coaching. Their online blended learning program has qualified hundreds of participants around the world, helping them to gain an edge in life and in business by increasing their emotional and social intelligence and their ability to connect with others. If you're interested in training with this incredible organization, which I would highly recommend, then you can visit their website and use my personalized URL code to gain 10% off any of their programs. The site is www.mindfultalent.coach forward slash not another sales. That's www.mindfultalent.coach forward slash not another sales. And now on with the episode. In today's episode, I'm joined by CEO of Urban Misfit Ventures, brand strategist and storyteller, Quinton Allums, aka Just Q. And Quinton and I are going to be talking all about sharing your story. We're going to start by talking about why it's important to do so, the fears that stop us from doing this, and how we can become more comfortable and confident in telling and sharing our story with the world. Quinton will also be talking through his personal story and the lessons he's learned along the way so far. So sit back, grab a pen and pads and enjoy. Quentin, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you having me on. You're very welcome. Thanks for coming on an episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. For sure, dude. I'm geek. Jackie told me it was great. Great. I'm glad you said good things. It's <laughs> <laughs> always good. Uh, for the for the listeners, Quentin, for, for those tuning in that aren't too aware of who you are, it'd be great to start off and give them a bit of an understanding of an overview of you and maybe a bit of a story, really. Yeah, yeah. So currently, I'm the CEO of Urban Misfit Ventures. We own IEEG, which essentially is a video and influencer marketing company. And then we also own MK Misfit. So we travel the world and host events. We're one of the one of the fastest growing startups in Milwaukee right now. So having a lot of fun and a lot of growth that was kind of, um, it happened a lot faster than we expected. And then a um, little bit of a rewind. I, I use LinkedIn, leverage LinkedIn to grow my platform, grow my brand. And I became one of the top creators on that platform there. So um, I travel, I speak, I create stories and I, I host events and host parties all over the world. Nice. Nice. And, and, you know, on the topic, you, you mentioned a couple of things there, actually, which kind of leads on to what we're, we're talking about today around this. You've seen a lot of growth and being able to through leveraging LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you mentioned there about creating stories. And, and that's what really resonated with me when I first came across you on LinkedIn was your stories you were telling, the, the kind of journey you've been on. And I think, you know, when, when I first got in touch with you, this was something I really wanted to get your input on because you're, you're living and breathing this element of these days when this kind of crowded arena within tech and social media of this competitive marketplace it's it's more important now than ever to be able to stand out individually and and be able to tell your story so in your opinion why do you think it's important to be able to to share your story no absolutely dude um like if we look at 
like just stop for a minute and like don't think about where we are now because it still is important now. But if you look at the future, right? We have augmented reality, we have virtual reality, mixed reality, internet of things, um, AI, like all these crazy innovative technologies that most people don't even understand yet. But if you think about it, a lot of those things have the ability to replace who we are and what we do in work. Um, so one thing that's gonna stand out, one thing that that technology can't replace is our stories. So it's imperative that we do tell that story because at any moment, technology can replace you in your career, right? There could be a pivot, there could be a change. So it's important, it's imperative to take control of that narrative just from that standpoint, because that replacement is always possible. And of course, like there's so many different reasons, right? Like um, <laughs> personal branding, you, you're going to attract what you are. Like I, I search you online. If you don't have that presence, maybe I'm not going to work for you. There's so many different things. But I would say um, for me, number one, it's just where are we going in the future? And there's all that technology and you need your story is imperative. Mm. And, what, and what really related to me when, when I was watching yours was that I got a real sense of why you're doing what you're doing rather than just what you're doing. And that's yeah. a great way to be able to, as you mentioned, differentiate yourself is people are buying into that as the kind of bigger purpose as to why you're involved in what you do rather than just what you're doing. Dude, absolutely. I remember when I was, uh, when I was first jumping on LinkedIn, like I was crazy struggling in my business and I just, I knew I needed to make a change and they just released video. Um, but I knew that nobody was going to listen to a 23 year old kid at the time, talk about personal branding or talk about how you should use Snapchat for your business or Pinterest or social media or any of those things. I knew that if I wanted to get clients and leads, I just had to brand myself well. And I told my story through that. I didn't talk about anything marketing wise. I just told stories. And by doing that, we tripled our monthly business revenue. I was able to leverage it to get free office space, um, to sell at events, and to build an amazing team. And now we have one of the fastest growing startups in this city. So um, it, it just all stemmed from telling my story and then our story and then now our story collectively. Mm. And you mentioned there it, it all stemmed from that. And it's, I think, as well, why it's important to share your story is that you'll learn a lot about yourself along the way as well. It's not just about other people learning about you it's what you're learning about yourself in terms of i remember you posted a video a few weeks back about the transition you'd seen in your videos of yes. over the last year of what you've been posting and it's it's great to be able to for other people to see that but i'm sure for yourself to be able to reflect on that and just pick up on the smallest of things of how you've evolved through this as well it's incredible man like i i shot over 100 days every single day just talking about my life and i have a good friend of mine who also crushes it on Instagram and he's creating on LinkedIn as well and crushing it there. But Finn Thormeyer, um, he's also doing a video diary every single day now. And one of the things that he said is that like, it's, it's not for the now, it doesn't matter how many people watch it now, but five years from now, 10 years from now, 30 years from now, he'll be able to go back and pinpoint this is exactly what I went through. This is exactly what I was feeling and thinking at that moment. And so you do, there's that introspection. You learn so much about yourself, but you're also helping so many people in the future, even if you're not helping them now. And I feel the mm. exact same way. Yeah. And what did what do you think you learned most about yourself you know, looking back in, in that period of creating all those videos? I learned what I was good at. I learned what I was bad at. I learned what parts and pieces of my story people resonated with. I learned how to communicate. I learned, I got better at writing, even though I was talking on video. I learned so much about myself. Um, but more importantly, I, I learned what really was driving me. Um, 
And I, I was able to shift that because back then, like a bunch of things went out of my life and I was just an angry person. I was an angry human being. And that, that was what was really driving me. And I was able to fix that and, and really figure out what I wanted to do and where I wanted my life to go. But it, it taught me a lot. And all I was doing was talking to a camera, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's another, another point you raised there around learning what drives you is it gives you that time when you are sharing your story whether it whether it is on a daily basis or weekly or you know we can talk through some different formats doesn't always have to be through video but it gives you that time to have that bit of perspective and time to reflect on like you say what you're good at and what you're not necessarily great at and bring all your energy into that rather than trying to be everything to everyone or trying to be good at everything because this kind of world makes people feel like they should be even though it's it's not about that it's just been very diluted agreed man agreed 100 percent and on that, what do you think are some of the, the fears of people putting themselves out there at the moment? And, and how would you suggest or how have you combated some of those fears you had when you first started? Yeah, I would say biggest fear, like number one for most people. And I was just talking about this at one of the talks I just did with one of my business partners, Izzy. Um, and the student asked, like, how do you get over that initial fear of putting yourself out there? Um, because there's going to be people that see this real living, breathing people that see this, and then maybe they're not going to like me, maybe they're going to attack me. So that fear of being trolled, that fear of negativity. And one thing that I said, because it, it helped me is that, like, we have fear for a reason, right? It's innate. It's it's something that, for the most part, all human beings, I'm pretty sure feel, right? Um, but mm-hmm. it's there to keep us alive. That's why it's there. Yo, take it. You're about to step over this cliff. I'm afraid. Take a step back. Don't die, right? It's there to keep us from dying. It's that life or death situation. So the biggest thing is to acknowledge that, okay, I'm afraid. Let's feel it. But it's it's this is not a life or death situation. So I'm still going to put myself out there. And then continue on that, just making sure that you know why you want to put yourself out there, why you want to start telling your story. And if it's a good enough reason, then that fear is not going to get in the way. But you have to get yeah. really, really good at acting despite that fear that you do feel. Something that can help you there is maybe maybe it's the trolls, maybe it is the negativity. Something that I advise is just have a support group, people that you can go to when it gets too hard, people that you can go to when you're you're not feeling good, when you're not feeling up to it, or the troll comments are terrible, but some person or a group of people that you can go to 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 combat that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I sometimes use the the analogy of sometimes our brain is a bit like a smoke alarm sometimes and it will kind of be a bit temp- temperamental sometimes and go off too early. And it's just a case of it's not telling us to stop. It's just giving us a bit of a warning. And it's sort of being able to then reflect on that going, as you say, look, this isn't my prehistoric brain thinking of I'm getting chased by a dinosaur. <laughs> this is this is the kind of because our brains can't compute compute that. They just compute our emotions. And if our yes. emotions are telling us something, then we're going to feel like a certain way so it's about going look okay i get it thanks for the warning but i'm good yep and uh and and for me i think you know you mentioned about this fear i think the the biggest fears and i'm I'm sure you probably find this as well of other people is the fear of others opinions and the fear of failing i think those are the kind of two key things i think when i think why aren't people not just putting themselves out there but doing a lot of things and i think um i i create i posted this quote the other day um, which I sort of have lived by over the last few months of trying to put myself out there more is dance like no one is watching, even when no one is watching. So yeah. do something regardless of how you can think other people can react to it 
and do something regardless of how many people are going to tune into it. Agreed, man. There's this, there's this great quote by Jen Sincero, and I reference it all the time, but she says something along the lines of, so often we think that we've decided to do something, but what we've really done is decided to do something until it gets too hard. And I think when you make a decision like that, you're, you're going to, if you make the decision to follow your dreams, things are going to go bad. People aren't going to agree. You're going to lose friends. And a lot of things are going to happen that maybe it, it doesn't feel good. But if you push through that, you make that decision, you're going to be fine. Like I shot 500 plus videos. No one, literally, like maybe like two people here, 30 views here, people watch me. But it was it was random. Like I didn't actually have any success until a year and a half later. So, but I made that, I made that decision. Mm-hmm. And not just talking about video here, but do you have any sort of tips for people in terms of other platforms or forms in which they could share their story in a way that's going to resonate with people reading it? Yeah. So I'm a, I'm actually a writer. Uh, most people don't know that, but I'm predominantly a writer. I'm known for video, but I, I love to write. Um, and the, the biggest thing like is people... I'll say this first, like people think that they have to be a good storyteller to be a good storyteller. And I know that sounds weird, um, but you don't necessarily have to tell a story. You can go listen to somebody else's story and then relay that, listen to someone else's story and relay that. So don't think that you have to be a great storyteller to start telling stories. Um, Another thing I would say is just actually listen to your community, actually listen to the people that are reading or watching or Assuming, um, whatever format that is, even if that's one person, whether that's one person or 10,000 people, like actually go and talk to them. Hey, like, what did you think about this? Or, Hey, what can I do better? Um, that is going to set you apart from a lot of people. Cause a lot of people don't actually do that. So go and talk to that community, um, in terms of just getting engagement, um, and really on any platform, again, it, it goes back to talking to people. So don't just go and comment because you're wanting you're wanting those likes. Go and comment on things because you actually genuinely want to comment on those things and build relationships with people. One follower turns into two, turns into 10, turns into 20, turns into 100, turns into 1,000. But keep investing in those people. One of my business partners, Eric Didier, he was huge on Twitch and YouTube. Um, and he still is. But before we started working together, he, was, he had this community every Every time that he got a new subscriber on Twitch, he did like 10 push-ups, right? That's something mm-hmm. to show, something to um, show his subscribers and followers that he cared about them. So just invest in the people that are investing in you and you're going to see that return. Re- regardless mm-hmm. if that's video or writing or audio, it doesn't matter. Invest in those people. Yeah, absolutely. And I posted about this actually last week and it echoes what you've been talking about there and that particularly on things like LinkedIn, it it can be easy to kind of lose that human element and just get into the trap of chasing the likes or just chasing X amount of connections. But it's all about using it as an extension of who you are rather than an add-on, I believe, in terms of social media. Dude, that's, yes, I love that. And what I mean by that is rather than building connections, as you said, it's about building those relationships. So going in with a clear purpose as to why you want to connect with that person. Do you want to learn from them? Do you want to work with them? Do you want to educate them? And then instead of pitching them, it's more about having the conversations. Instead of selling to them, it's all about engaging with them. So it's just kind of keeping that human element, even though you're online, because it's like going, I use this analogy the other day, it's like people coming in for a house party and you're not speaking to them, but they're in your house. <laughs> and it's kind of like, what is going on here? Like, it's true, yes. Greet them. You have a conversation with them. You, you yeah. know them. And it's like, I know everyone in my house, but... So it's just like that in your world when you when you create connections. It's it's all very well going up ten thousand connections, but 
what does that mean? What are you doing with those connections? What do, what do you mean to them at the same time as well? Yes. What ways would you what ways would you advise going about building those those connections? Being more human. Yeah. Yeah. And and for me, I think it's it's bit by bit. It's not letting it add up. So for me, whenever I connect with people on LinkedIn, I'll always proactively send them a message whether they've connected with me or whether I've connected with them. Just really simply find out what's going on in their world. It's not about going in with a sales pitch. It's not about copy and pasting a message. It's just being human and getting people to sort of realize that you're you're interested in them first and foremost as a person before Dude, I love that. business. Agreed. I've been taking a bunch of time lately to just, one, because it's actually easier for me, but I'll just send a voice message to everybody that connects with me or everybody that sends me a message. It is easier for me, but like it adds to that human element. Yeah. And do you know what? It might take a, a minute of your time each day, but that those minutes are so worthwhile rather than getting to a point where you've got a thousand connections. You think, oh, I haven't spoke to anyone. And you just spam them with some generic message. Agreed. That yes. is anyone. Agreed, man. Got to remember to be human. I love the extension aspect. I've said that many, many times. Like technology, it's not good. It's not evil. It's just there to be a tool and an extension of who we are. Social media is just an extension. It's not this weird, crazy, extravagant tool. It's an extension. And that's yeah. how it should be used. Yeah. And I, I was talking about this actually with Mark Murty uh, the other day on LinkedIn. And he, he posted about this. And I said, social media is just like anything else within a key milestone of evolution within our yes. period of, of, of life, really. And that we can either sit back, look at it and judge it and blame it on so many problems, or we can adapt to it and utilize it in a way that's going to work for us because it is whether you people like it or not it is part and parcel of what we do now so it's pointless telling your kids or, or saying oh people should spend as much time on there it's like okay flip it how do you spend time in there in more of a constructive manner yes agreed man no reason in fighting the system if that's the world the way if that's the way that the world is going and you're going to set yeah. your kid you're going to set yourself up for failure in the future Absolutely. It's like when cars were invented. I mean, I'm sure there were people around going, what about the horses? You know, <laughs> yes. the horses. It's, like, it's happening. This is, this is a period of time where you just need to evolve. It. You need to learn how to drive. Yes, that's funny. That is awesome. I'm, I'm going to quote you on that. <laughs> Feel free. Feel free to do that. Um, and I think another point you mentioned earlier as well is I think what's so important is being more confident and effective in telling your story is surrounding yourself with the right kind of people that that encourage you to do that, whether that's in your direct network or indirectly. Yeah. So for me, like having people like yourself and Jackie and Bobby Umar and Fabio around and connecting with on LinkedIn and obviously communicating with all of you, it's given me that kind of confidence to and ideas in terms of how I can start being more proactive and sharing my story and my my insights. No, it's awesome, man, and and vice versa. Like likewise, dude. I, I do think it's crucial, and like if you look at any literally any platform like instagram i know pods are huge like linkedin pods are huge youtube like there's some like like people group up together and i think it's very easy to get caught up in those vanity metrics and very easy to just start liking to like um we've just cut off all pods like i i'm just not about any of that we focus on building our community and just sticking with a core group of people and our numbers are are maybe they're not like we're not going viral as much, but for the most part, our numbers are way, way up just because we're focusing on that human aspect and we're surrounding ourselves with amazing people. Mm. And would you say there's anything particular, whether it's people or sources where you get your insights from, but what inspires you to create content? Like what's your thought process behind it? 
Well, for me, like, I again, I've always been a writer, but what inspires me to create content is like it. I was a writer. I was a musician. I've always, always, always just created. But again, it, it's like therapy for me. Like I, it's therapy for me. It's a feedback loop, right? It's therapy, therapy for me. And I learn a lot about me, but again, I'm also helping other people and other people I'm helping them learn a lot about themselves. So it's this big feedback loop. And I, I absolutely love that. I'll get messages on any platform. Hey, dude, this, this saved my life or like, Hey, I really, really need to hear this right now. Um, but then again, like maybe I'm feeling terrible. And then I realized shit, like I went through this, this helped me there. Like it's this big, big feedback loop for, so for me, it's just innate, like, I've always created and it's always what I've loved to do. And I know I will always do it, but I'm also helping people and I'm helping myself. So I don't have like this deep, like crazy meaning or crazy reason why I create it. It's just, I freaking love doing it. Mm. Well, and I think that that's what it needs to be. Sometimes it doesn't need to be too complex. It, you know, the simplest things in life are, are sometimes the best things. And if you just have a passion for, as you say, wanting to help others whilst helping yourself, then that's, there shouldn't be anything more complicated than that really. <laughs> agreed man <laughs> so for, for those listening quentin and, and thinking about this and going oh you know I've, i'm just on linkedin or on instagram or facebook wherever what are some of the some of the tips that you'd say about getting started what what are the two or three yeah. things that you suggest in terms of just getting started wherever you're doing it or whatever medium you're using um i would say number one is to make it a habit um and what I mean by that is don't, don't do it every other day. Don't do it every week. Don't do it every month. I would say try to create every day. And I maybe that's not, I'm going to spend 30 minutes editing this video. Maybe that's not, I'm going to write for an hour. Maybe it's as simple as I'm going to grab my phone and just talk to my camera for 10 seconds and say how I'm feeling. But make creating and telling a story, make that a habit because a habit that, that will stick with stick with you when things get hard that will stick with you when things get too difficult and that you don't have the time right because it's a habit you have to do it another thing that i would say um get good at telling a story get good at telling your story whatever idea you have in a very very short amount of time something that i did whether i was writing out a story or it was a blog or a paper or a video that i was working on i would take the concept of that story and go to instagram and i would just shoot it in my stories this is what my story is about and i would get good at explaining the story in under 15 seconds it was actually 10 second limit back then but under 15 seconds and by doing that i was able to build upon that story and add things when i did have more time so maybe my story is hey this is my life when I'm doing a TEDx talk, I know that I've got 16 minutes to 18 minutes, right? Because that's that sweet spot. When I'm talking on a podcast, yo, I've got an hour to talk about my story. I can pick and choose what I'm going to add. If I'm on Instagram, yo, I've only got a minute to do this. But by getting good at that 15 second limit, I knew what it was about. And I knew what was necessary to make that, to hit that impact of that story. And then I can add on based the time, based on that time limit. Another thing that I would say just to get good at it is you need to put yourself out there. And if it's on, if you're a writer, yo, go on medium or yo, write something and send it to your best friend, but you have to put yourself out there because one, you're going to get over that fear, but two, that extra feedback is going to help you become a better storyteller, regardless of what medium it is, whether that's audio that is um, written or video, whatever it is, just put yourself out there and have somebody that you can bounce ideas off of. Love it. That's great. Some great, some great insights there. Definitely written down on all of those things. I'm going to focus on those. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, no, Quentin, <laughs> Quentin it's, you know, it's been a real pleasure today. Thank you so much for your time and your insights and, and your, your stories. Um, it's been it's been great chatting with you. I appreciate you, man. You are absolutely crushing it. I'm loving it. You're welcome. You're welcome. And um, looking forward to hearing hearing more of you and seeing more of you on, on LinkedIn as, as you grow. And I know you've got your TEDx talk coming up. Um, is it next year? Uh, yeah, it's going to be April 2019, I believe. Yeah. Great. Great. I should so, probably know the exact date. It's a while away. You can get more definitive here at the time. <laughs> no, I appreciate <laughs> and, it, man. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. You're very welcome. And for, and for people that want to stay up, stay up to date and in tune with your world, Quentin, and follow your story and see what we've been talking about today, how can they find you? Yeah, I would say the best place is going to be LinkedIn. You can search me with either hashtag just Q or just search my name, which I'm sure will be on the title of this, Quentin Allums, or my website, which is mkmisfits.com. Or if you go on any social media platform, literally anywhere, um, at tag just Q, and you can find me there. Perfect. Well, thanks again, Quentin. And for the listeners, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. Appreciate you, my friend. Hey people, thanks for listening to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. If you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes and posts, you can find me on Instagram, not another sales guy, underscore in each of those words. You can also find the podcast on all major platforms by typing not another sales podcast. And also, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, I go by the name of Chris Hatfield. So thanks again and stay tuned for another episode.